This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo. Today I want to talk about what it is to be a true witness or in a way true evangelism because I really am convinced that we have lowered the standard of what true evangelism is. Let me just read from a few verses in Acts 3 verse 14 to 15 and then a few others after that and it says but you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life whom God raised from the dead of which we are witnesses. We are witnesses. Let me just read Acts 10, 39-42 and it says we are witnesses of all the things he did in both the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. God raised him up on the third day and granted that he become the become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen beforehand by God. That is to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify. This is all legal courtroom language. That this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. The living and the dead. We, the, the apostles were to solemnly testify. They were to be witnesses. To make Christ visible. You know, our evangelism basically is trying to convince people that they should turn to our religion. If you get some people who are quite anointed, then maybe we'll pray for a few people, we'll see some maybe healings or maybe we'll prophesy or maybe we'll do some dream interpretation. But I really am convinced we've lowered the standard of what it is to be a true witness of Christ. Because a true witness of Christ is actually someone who has witnessed the resurrection of Christ. They've actually witnessed Christ. We're making him visible to the world. We're making him known. And what does it mean to be a witness of the resurrection? The apostles were witnesses. Now we think that's just like telling people about Jesus, just talking about Jesus, telling them how Christ died. And maybe in the past you would give out a tract or something like that, a piece of paper with a nice little sinner's prayer on it. But... The early apostles, the early church had something very different. They were witnesses of the resurrection. Now we can obviously be witnesses of the physical resurrection of Christ in a sense that we did not see him get resurrected 2,000 odd years ago. But we should be so encountering him in such a level, in such a powerful way that we are actually living epistles, that we are witnesses of the living Christ. I've said this before, but I think the difference between what we do now and what they did then is they preached Christ. We preach about Christ. It's very, very different. We talk about him. We've got nice knowledge about, who knows, apologetics, where we've got good... um, arguments about science and maybe we've got some good little sayings maybe we've got good convincing arguments but all it is is talk most of it all it is is words most of it 
I, I don't know about you, but when I read the book of Acts, they did not just have talk. They preached Christ. In other words, he was manifest through them, like Peter's shadow. They were walking in kingdom power and authority because they were living witnesses of Christ. Now, a witness isn't just someone talking about Jesus. A witness is someone who gives evidence in the courtroom. A witness is someone who has seen something or heard something. It is not just a belief. Like if you get a, a witness in a courtroom, for example, and he has a real, genuine, authentic witness, it's not he's not there to say he believes something. He's there to tell of what he saw or what he heard. He's there to give evidence. Now, if we're witnessing and we don't actually have evidence that Christ is resurrected, then I suggest that we're not witnessing as we ought. True witnesses of the resurrection carry power, carry authority, carry evidence. We make Christ visible to the world. And we're supposed to make Christ visible through manifestation, through the kingdom, through power, through authority, through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, where we speak as oracles, where we carry the manifestation of Christ, the emanation of Christ, where it's not just words any longer, but we actually emanate Christ. We emanate, He emanates from us like we could just be standing there at a bus stop or walking through the street. Like Charles Finney, I always go back to Charles Finney. He rode through a, a, a city on a horse and suddenly hundreds of people are, are on the ground, slain in his spirit, crying out to God for salvation. What is that? He is a living witness of the resurrection power because the power of God is in him, flowing through him, moving through him, bringing the spirit of conviction through the spirit of truth. You see, we are just trying to witness through our efforts. Yeah, we use some gifts. We maybe interpret dreams. We maybe pray for a few people. And, and that's one, maybe one level. Maybe it's where we've got to start. I'm not condemning anyone who does that. But what I'm saying is, when are we going to actually be witnesses of the resurrection? When are we going to be so changed in our own self that we have experienced the reality that it's no longer us that live? We can experience the reality of the baptism where we are immersed in the waters of baptism, which is actually immersed into the death, burial and resurrection of Christ. Not just symbolic of something that happened 2,000 years ago to Jesus, but actually we walk through it in our lives so that we begin to walk the crucified life, but not just the crucified life, the resurrected life, the glorified life, the ascended life, the same as what happened to Christ is supposed to happen to us, so that we then can be true witnesses of the resurrection, true witnesses of who Christ is, because because of his death and resurrection, we actually have died with him, and we can walk through that that um, doorway of death, if you like, the crucified life into the resurrected life where we walk as Christ ones. Like John G. Lake, he went through an experience where he was hungry for God for nine months and then suddenly a cloud came and he was immersed in God, totally immersed. He said it changed his very nature and it was after that he said he became a Christ man. 
And it was after that he became a Christ man that he could put the bubonic plague on his hand and the bubonic plague would die. You know, if we tried to do that now, probably we... It's actual evidence. A witness is not just preaching about Christ, but someone who has seen the evidence for themselves that he is alive. And not just maybe seen the evidence, but experienced the evidence that he is alive. They have seen that Christ is resurrected. He has become visible to them. I really believe as a generation where Christ is going to become visible to us. Visible to every part of our body, soul and spirit. Visible in us and through us. So that as we walk through our cities and towns, that manifestation of Christ will actually physically invade towns and villages and regions. It's already happened before in the past where people were walking in such power. I've told the story many times about the young lad, young boy, Donald McPhail in the Isle of Lewis, who prayed. And he was so filled with God, just 16 years old. So filled with God that when he prayed, the Holy Spirit came and a whole village four miles away gets saved. That is the resurrection power of Christ moving through a young man's prayers. And I believe that's available to all of us. But we first of all have to realise, I would suggest that the, the evangelistic efforts, evangelistic level that we're at just now is peanuts. It is just scratching the surface. It's just breadcrumbs compared to what God wants when we walk in the resurrection life, the ascended life, where we are actually witnesses. Witnesses, not just storytellers, not just spewing out a belief system or another religion. That makes us no different. If all we can do is talk, we're no different from any other religion. We're just like any other religion trying to convince people to believe that us, that our religion is right. But if we can be immersed in the resurrected power of Christ, then we become witnesses of the resurrection. And we become the ones that have experienced it for ourselves. The early church, the apostles, it says, will solemnly testify that Christ is appointed by God to be the judge. This is all courtroom language. This is all governmental. This is all about walking in that governmental realm where we are messengers, where we are ambassadors of another kingdom, of another, another culture. We are ambassadors of Christ, not ambassadors of a denomination, not ambassadors of a movement, but ambassadors of Christ. And we will solemnly testify that Christ is appointed to be God, to be the judge. See, this is where, where we go wrong as well. Our gospel misses out the fact that we have to preach that God is also the judge of all. Yes, he's the saviour. Yes, he forgives sins, but he's a God of who is good but he's also severe it's really us carrying the full character of God the full um, aspects of who he is we're carrying the, the fullness not just a gospel that's unbalanced but a gospel that carries yes the favour of the Lord this is the year of the favour of the Lord who bring good news. Yes, he's anointed us to set the captives free and set the prisoners free to bring good news to the poor. Absolutely. 
and he will never condemn the poor, he will never condemn those who know they need him. But he's also the one who brings vengeance, this is also the year of God's vengeance. Yes, he brings favour, yes, he is good, but he's also severe. And we need to carry the full counsels of God, and we need to carry that witness of the resurrected Christ who is glorified, the one that John saw. And John knew Christ intimately. He's the one who would put his head on the on the, the breast of Christ, on the, the bosom of Christ. But yet when he saw him in heaven, he saw something different and he fell before him as a dead man. He saw the glorified Christ. He saw the one with a sword coming out of his mouth. He saw ones with eyes of fire. He saw the one with hair like wool. He saw the judge of all. And we've to carry that aspect of Christ. And I'm convinced that we need our evangelism to change so that it's not us just trying to win people through the gifts, but it's us demonstrating that we are witnesses of the resurrection, not just the resurrected of sort of the resurrection of Christ two thousand years ago, but actually the resurrection of Christ in us now, walking in us, walking through us, filling us, changing us, moulding us, so that we become Christ ones, just like John G. Lake. So that there's a, a corporate Christ on the earth. Do you know, this is what this is about. There's going to be a corporate Christ on the earth, but it's going to be a, a company of people who are totally yielded, totally surrendered, who've came through the baptism of death to self, who have been identified with the the baptism, the water of baptism where they are utterly dead to self, where they are raised to new life, resurrection life, where they are glorified, where they are ascended and in reality governed from their seated positions in heaven. This is a different level of evangelism. It's a different level altogether where we will be actual witnesses People who have seen something, given actual evidence like a courtroom of the resurrected Christ and all his power. Not just people who believe something, but people who have seen something and heard something. Because we are witnesses. This is Steve McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.